Today in Canadian History for February 8th, I'm Mark Affeld. Quick, shout out the name of any war that Canada has been involved in. Now there's a really good chance you said something like the First World War, the Second World War, maybe even Korea, Afghanistan, War of 1812, or perhaps even the Boer War. But it's very, very unlikely that any one of our incredibly intelligent listeners shouted out the Aroostook War. In fact, there's a very good chance that you have no idea what the Aroostook War is. Well, there's no need to be ashamed, because I will admit that up until I began doing research for today's episode, I too had no idea what the Aroostook War was. Now, on February 8, 1839, two posses of lumbermen, one from America and one from British North America, aka Canada, clashed over the foggy definition of the borders between Maine and what is now New Brunswick. Although no battle ever took place, the two sides did send forces to guard their respective borders from potential attack. This standoff lasted from 1839 up until August 9, 1842, at which point the American and British governments came to an agreement on the definition of the borders. To learn more, I spoke with historian at Fort Ingle, Patrick Michaud. Fort Ingall is a reconstruction of a 19th century British military fortress located midway between Riviere de Loup, Quebec and Edmonston, New Brunswick. It's called the Aroostook War, but uh, but it's a pretty loose usage of the term war, wouldn't you say? Exactly. That's, uh, one, way, one way to look at it, you could say that the Aroostook War was more or less a condensed Cold War. That's more or less what, what happened. I mean, you probably... I mean, I'm pretty sure you know about the Battle of 18, uh, the War of 1812. Uh, so one of the things that happened during the War of 1812 is that when they finally settled the whole border question, when it came to our part, uh, when it came to the Maritimes, and the border wasn't really wasn't really all that clear. Uh, pretty much what happened, like I said, I mean, you had some people gathering around certain places, and eventually, when the governments came together to actually try and settle the question, uh, at one point, uh, the British government heard that the Americans were amassing tons of money uh, to send a huge force to take the land over. So they started building fortifications to protect the land. Uh, now, the thing is, is that we were not sure uh, if the Americans were actually building up that much money to send that much troops. I mean, uh, some numbers they give is like something like uh, enough money to hire uh, 10,000 soldiers. But I mean, we were really not sure that it was even remotely close to that. Uh, but one thing that happened with that is that when the Americans saw that the British were building fortifications, well, they built theirs. And then you had like somewhat of an arms race and everybody just stood there waiting for the other guy to make the first move. Uh, and pretty much that lasted from 1839 to uh, August 9th, uh, 1842. So they were just staring at each other, waiting for somebody to make a move. There are some records that the uh, the Americans were actually coming close to the border, trying to coax the uh, the British into sh- into firing, into starting uh, starting things, uh, but it never happened. So, in 1842, the the treaty was signed. Did anybody actually win this war? Uh, That's a very, very, very good question. In the end, uh, if you really look at it, the whole thing is said to have been like more of a stalemate than somebody actually won. 
now if if you want to go looking at um if you want to go looking at who lost the more ter- the most territory in uh during the dealings uh the Americans got i think five thousand kilometer square kilometers more uh but then again, I mean it's just about territory was pretty much split straight down the middle uh so there wasn't that much done uh and I think the whole point of the treaty uh of the Webster Agriton Treaty was not really to decide who was a winner uh the whole thing I think was really to because for for one thing uh uh, the Webster Ashburton Treaty didn't just put an end uh, to the Aroostook War. What it did also was to uh, solidify uh, some of the dealings between uh, the relations between uh, the United States and uh, and the Maritimes at the time. Because uh, I mean, it was pretty important for uh, for everybody to really have a sense of security and just be certain. So in the end, I'd have to say that the whole thing was pretty much a uh, peaceful resolution with no actual winner, so to speak. Today is a day full of Canadian history. Canadian engineer and inventor Stanford Fleming made his first proposals to create time zones that would eventually divide the world into standardized areas of time on this day back in 1879. And on February 8, 1945, the United Kingdom and Canada began Operation Veritable in the Second World War, which would eventually lead to the German withdrawal of the Rhine and Maal rivers. And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash today in Canadian history. All right, once again, it's Canadian quiz time. Now you know that Maine shares a border with New Brunswick. Without a map, can you tell me which U.S. states the province of Manitoba shares a border with? The answer is North Dakota, not South Dakota, and Minnesota. 